0: Welcome to my podcast. I don't know how it happened, but with me, Annie Hayes Pantney, yoga business owner, actress, and definitely menopausal for years, I wanted to do stand-up. But hey, I'm not funny, so I thought at least if I come on here, I won't get heckled. I'd love you to join me on this crazy little ride called midlife. So. If you're a woman on this roller coaster, and you'd like tips, advice, insight into my research on signs and symptoms, I can hopefully help you through yours. It'll be inspirational, playful, educational and thought-provoking, funny, witty, sometimes gritty and possibly the occasional tears. So hey grab a cuppa, get comfy and join me, the host, with my foggy brain and, and, um, hey, why don't you just listen? Hello, my lovely listeners. Welcome back. Uh, This is Annie and, um, oh boy, I'm just really glad that I've got the podcast out today. I've had a week and a half of it, um, It was only a week, but it felt like a week and a half. It actually felt like two weeks. But anyway, so my uh, computer broke down on me, let's say. I'm trying not to say the word of the computer, the name. Um, And I don't mean Bob. Uh, I mean the make. Um, Let's not go there. So basically, it broke. I couldn't do my podcast. And then I was doing it this morning. I was trying to get this together. And it's my hubby's birthday, bless him. Uh, not bless him like happy birthday but he called me and said are you busy and I was like yes I really am I'm really trying to get this podcast out on time because I really don't want to miss it the deadline and um he'd just dropped his car keys or his uh, work van keys down a drain um he didn't do it it was his um what's the word his labourer, sorry. Um, So the young lad dropped them down the train. So he needed me to go and drive them over to where he was, which wasn't around the corner. So yeah, I spent a few hours in the car, but hey, it's his birthday and that's not nice. Um, So anyway, so I'm back and I'm here. And I firstly, before I introduce my guest, would like to just give you a little bit of information just briefly about... The mini retreat that I'm running on Zoom, two and a half hours, filled with advice and tips and wonderful yoga, even if I do say so myself, on the menopause and how you can use it um, and the, the, everything that I'm talking to Emma about will be included in this beautiful retreat. Um, I love it. I love it. And I want to share it. So if you're interested in coming, write me a little message on Instagram, or you can check out the link in my Instagram. Um, Yeah. If you can't make it also on this Sunday, because you might be listening to this and Sunday's already gone. So it's Sunday, the 11th of July, or Sunday, the 1st of August. I'm going to leave it there. So, my lovely listeners, I'm so excited. I've been waiting a long while for this lovely lady to be a guest on my podcast, and it's Emma Rowland. Now, she is a nutritional therapist, a mum, a wife, an educator, and yep, she's perimenopausal. Emma is the owner of Rebalancing You. It's the Positive Nutrition and Hormone Balance Clinic, and she specializes in female hormone health, in particular, perimenopause. So Emma is also a former cooking school owner with 11 years experience of working with people and food, and so keenly aware of the power of positive nutrition. And its impact on health and well being. So, ladies and gentlemen, or ladies, let's say that, um, I am so excited to introduce Emma. And, Emma, seriously, I really am. And it's so lovely to have you on today. So, welcome.
1: Hi. Thanks, Annie. It's lovely to be here and also great to um, connect with you um, again, I, I think, um, and such a great introduction you just gave me there. Thank you very much.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, no, my pleasure. So, yeah, uh, Emma says again because Emma used to come to my um, classes way back, wasn't it, Emma? And yeah, And we just kind of fell on each other on Instagram. It's the power of social media. It's amazing. So I think I may have put Emma through her paces sometimes, which I do to most people. But um, anyway, so myself and Emma decided that it would be great to talk about the myths, some of the myths of perimenopause and menopause. So we're going to talk about firstly... So myth one: When does the menopause start? So Emma, let me
1: uh, yeah, let me hand over to you. And um, so the menopause actually starts in our thirties. Yes, I'm not telling a lie. It's actually our thirties. Um, everybody thinks you know when you get to sort of fifty that's when it starts, but it starts in our thirties. Um, and it's actually not the menopause; it's the perimenopause. Um, and this is the time that a lot of us experience a lot of the most common symptoms. Um, like brain fog and um, fuzzy brain and sort of low energy, um, night sweats and thousands more symptoms, not yeah. thousands, mm-hmm. but hundreds. A um, lot. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's four, four phases of perimenopause. Um, and our first phase that, that is when we have um, sort of our cycles are still regular, but we start to experience the common symptoms that I just kind of mentioned. Um, and then we have the second phase, which is our early menopause transition, which is the onset of our irregular periods. So you might notice that your periods aren't as regular. Um, They might be heavier, they might be lighter. Um, And then we get the late menopause transition, which is when our first cycle is longer than 60 days, sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, So you'll notice that, you know, 60 days, you've missed a period, you're like, oh, what's going on? Um, And then we have the late menopause, which is 12 months from the final period Um, and, that is actually once you've gone by gone 12 months without a period you have achieved the menopause Um and the menopause is actually only one day in your life yeah it's funny isn't it Emma
0: because I say that to people and they're like no it isn't I'm like no really it is the actual <laughs> menopause is one day
1: yeah that's true and and so for instance if you're almost like there with 12 months and you have a period at 11 and a half months back to square one so you start all the way back to the beginning so that can be quite frustrating for a lot of yeah. women um, so it's a really good idea to keep a track of your periods when they start getting that irregular and um, because you know you want to have that it's almost like you want to have that you want to achieve yeah. that one day don't you <laughs> yes um, definitely and once you've achieved that day then that is the phase that begins and it's your you know that is your menopause and you're in the menopause phase then um so the whole of the perimenopause actually sort of starts in our mid thirties when our egg reserves start to reduce and we skip ovulation, our hormones hormones start to sort of change. Um, we get like lower progesterone, our estrogen can fluctuate and go higher. And this is what yeah. can cause a lot of our symptoms. Um, and then our estrogen starts to lower. And then this is the sort of time that we can be open to um, inst- insulin resistance, uh, which can cause havoc. Um, And some women don't actually notice any changes, um, but, you know, they're quite gradual. Um, Some women, as late as in their mid-40s, early 50s, but on average, um, I don't know about you, um, Annie, you'll be able to tell me, but on average, um, the whole of the transition is normally about seven years, but it can actually be as short as two years and as long as 12 years. Um, So I don't know what what yours was. Well, I...
0: I actually started uh, noticing all the perimenopause symptoms at 45. Yeah. And I think that my estrogen level started to drop quite rapidly when I was about 47. Uh, My last podcast was uh, about hair loss.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's when, or two podcasts ago, um, and hair loss due to the... um, you know the decline in our hormones and and the testosterone being there especially if it's in your family history so I that was a big part for me um and then I got to guess what I got for my 50th birthday
1: period (laughs) yeah I got
0: no the menopause so it was yeah um but in post-menopause you still have the symptoms you do so even though that day is one day it doesn't mean that's it you know we can't actually say to the ladies that once that one day you can't I'm afraid think I've done it I'm done you're not you're yeah. then in your post-menopause aren't you Emma? Yeah um, and that's
1: right and that can continue for sort of like most women have a sort of symptoms for a good two years um, and that's yeah. quite normal and s- some people experience symptoms a lot longer than that and it all depends on really the way that you've Transition through what lifestyle changes that you've made to help you, um, you know, and and how much care you've really taken um, over your during your perimenopause journey because that's a really important time in your life. Um, The earlier that you can prepare um, for menopause in perimenopause, the better your journey is going to be. Absolutely, Um, and it's it's quite simple things, um, but we don't do them, and it's just eating well, managing your stress. Um, a good sleep routine and daily movement. If you do those four things, they're actually, you know, that's that will help you so much. Absolutely. But because they sound so obvious, we don't do them.
0: And yeah, people not, aren't quite mindful about them, are they? But it is right. it is simple. It really is. I think sometimes um I don't know, when you really enjoy something, I know we're gonna go on to nutrition later, but you know, just those things of uh, preparing when you cut out you know say the sugars which have a huge you know they they're not good they're not good (laughs) let's face it uh, which we will go into well you will um we don't always want to do those things that we know are right for us and we and I think um Maybe sometimes we make excuses. Oh, yeah, but it's just this. or yeah, but I just want this and it's fine. I can. Yeah. But you're right, if you really prepare. But I think the, the difficulty, Emma, is not enough women know about the perimenopause before they're in it.
1: Yeah, that's right. And, and, I, and that's like- why...
0: Yeah, sorry. Go on, Emma.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, it's almost like sticking a plaster on then. You really need to kind of help, you know, and get some foundations in place. And then it's a case of just building on those. Whereas, like you said, if you don't, like you said, people just don't want to know. They don't understand. They don't realise. It's not spoken about enough. And so we don't actually realise the impact um, and it's actually really small changes, daily changes, that actually can help. Um, and if we can get that into our minds um, and into the forefront of our of our thinking every day, that it's just yeah. those small things, then that is the power that you'll have a, with your with your journey, really. Um, but you're right; we just need to to get that information out there and talk about it in more.
0: Yeah, definitely. For you, Emma, what was your um, What do you think you changed? I mean, you're lucky, I think, in the aspect of, you know, a lot about nutrition. So you kind of have all that information there for you. But um, I mean, where are you with your, uh, are you Um, in perimenopause yet? Yeah, so I'm in,
1: I'm kind of in phase one stroke two Mm -hmm. um so I'm um a few years behind you Annie but yeah I've I've been noticing my symptoms I'm 44 now and I've been noticing my symptoms for a good three years yeah um and so yeah I do you know the fact that I have got the knowledge but even though I've got the knowledge and all the learning and all the information I still find it very difficult to continue to put those things into place because you know I have a I have a life I have a family I have friends I have temptations I feel tired. You know, and sometimes I can't, even though I know, and sometimes that's even worse because I know. Yeah, yeah, what, I see what And, you and mean. then I kind yeah. of feel guilty then. And it's just, but, but you know, knowledge really is power. Um, yes, it so is. And so it really is helpful. But, so yeah, I I am aware. And I think over the last year, I've really taken some steps because I think the other thing that people don't talk about is that people, some people don't want to be in perimenopause or menopause. Some women, they just flourish and they love it and they just can't wait. And other people, they just don't want to go there yet. They're not quite ready. And I put myself in that bracket, really. But through understanding, you realise that it's not actually that scary. It's not the end. No, it isn't. It it really isn't. Um, And once you understand that and you accept that and you start um, just loving loving the the journey yeah then that's when it starts to get better for you absolutely and if you understand the journey that's the whole um I think you know the two come together yeah so yeah I'm definitely on my way to it and I'm I'm, I'm enjoying um yeah. enjoying these parts of it to be fair
0: absolutely do you know what Emma that's why I did this podcast because I want women to embrace it and I, I know that you know some you know you're quite a lot old, uh, younger than me but the that thought of, you know, some women is like, oh, I don't ever want to be 50. I love it. I'm loving my 50s. And, yeah, I did a a retreat uh, the weekend just gone, and I met women in their 50s who were just like, oh, Annie, you're right, and I'm going to embrace it. And and it was lovely because they saw that actually this is just going to make so much difference to your life. And yeah. I, I just think, yeah, you know, you got powerful um, – you've got really powerful things to tell people like yeah. without doubt um I just think it's wonderful that you can share this knowledge and it's not as scary as you think is it it really that's isn't right. it really and, isn't
1: and I think know, that's the reason why they call it the change a change because it's the change of a new, the change of something but the new sort of part of a new life a new life phase um, yeah. and that's what we need to embrace really
0: yeah, well, my podcast uh, that I've just done that goes out is um, your second spring. Yeah, it, you know it is. I I truly believe that you know yoga is our, um, our our gateway to our wisdom years. Yeah, and it's a powerful time. So I think that um, you know I I just think that we we do need to embrace it. We really do definitely so emma so moving on then to our little um myth number 2 it's kind of i don't really see it as a myth i think it's more it's not the only option but you know it's a biggie isn't it um so hrt and i know that everybody i speak to has different um kind of views on it so yeah i'd be really really interested to listen to your take on hrt and how you feel about
1: it um well i think um hrt can be absolutely great you know when it's needed um then it's absolutely fabulous um and it usually replaces two or three hormones um that that, that are sort of in decline excuse me Uh, the ones we hear the most about like estrogen and progesterone and testosterone Um, so that's what hrt is for but there's 100, there is over 100 other hormones that play a really important um, part in our health. Yeah. Um, and any one of these could also be out of balance. So um, in particular, um, insulin, cortisol, and our thyroid hormones. Yeah. Um, so HRT does have its limitations. Um, mm-hmm. you know, And it's not to be taken lightly. Um, but there's still a lot you can do alongside of HRT or... Um, instead of HRT to support your your perimenopause journey. Um, So, you know, it's important to understand that. And I think that every woman deserves to have an informed choice um, and to make that decision by herself without judgment or pressure from anyone. Um, And the the HRT that we can get at the moment, um, you know, the right type of HRT is absolutely perfectly safe. Um, it's not the fake stuff that we heard that they did all the trials on and studies Mm -hmm. on years ago um you know now we can actually get body identical hrt um which is identical to our hormones um that are in our body um and so it's safe and natural to take yeah and the good news is is that it's actually available on the nhs as well i know how lucky are we really if you want to take that route definitely yeah
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah Dina last week she said exactly the same as you that it's safe and all of the you know people I think people need to take it through their choice but not on the choice when you go by what um you know all the bad press about it because all of that isn't you know it's not correct information anymore that's things correct. have moved on haven't
1: yeah. they yeah exactly things have moved on um things have changed um you know the the type of type of HRT that we get now is like I said body identical so it's the same as what we have in our body so it's yeah. helping you and a lot of women you know they're really struggling they've got really low levels of certain mm-hmm. hormones and they need a little bit of help yeah, um, yeah and there's no there's nothing wrong with that absolutely nothing wrong with that and the more people that can get that if they want it yes. um then you know then then they should be able to go and do that without fear of um of, of of things that could possibly be um a risk I mean we have to be aware of those risks as well but at the same time um it's just good that now women are able to get hold of it if they need to yeah, um definitely it's just worth mentioning as well that not everyone can take HRT yeah um, because of certain like um you know, genetics or, or, or history and things like that. So, you know, not everyone can take it. And therefore, that's why it's really important to know that there are things that you can do um, to support yourself. Um, but I think we also need to remember that, you know, that's quite generic advice. So every woman is individual and therefore any sort of advice around um, hormone levels, you really do need to test to get the best idea of what, yeah. what's required. Um, but there's definitely things you can do. To assist and support. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, And I would like to say to you all listening that, you know, we're having this discussion and these are our views, but you do need to um, go and see your GP, do some research for yourself and have a good chat about whether it is or isn't right for you. So as Emma just rightly said, everybody's individual and we all have different needs. Could you um give a little bit of advice of if there was a lady who was really suffering and she couldn't take it? Is there anything anything that you could
1: um, say to support? Um, um, you know, I mean, it's really hard to know what what they're suffering with. But like I said in the first um, little bit when we we spoke about the base things that everyone can do, just supporting yourself with good nutrition, yeah, sleep, exercise, and one of the most important things is lowering your stress, um, and so eliminating or reducing your stress. So without knowing somebody individually those four things you really can't do anything wrong with doing those If you do those four things then you're definitely going to be helping yourself um and you know I think that's the main thing just the lowering of the stress is so so important um and so you know some people aren't able to you know they have things in their lives that are stressful and so they can't just suddenly um you know go on a uh, go and have a massage or go undo um, but you can do things like go out and have a walk you know yeah. um, you can do things to um, ensure your bedroom is nicer to sleep in at night mm-hmm. um, you can just take those sort of small steps just a moment of breathing I mean you know Annie with your yoga you can just do a couple of poses or um, in the yeah, morning for sure. you know anything like that a couple of breathing exercises um, yeah. that will definitely just go you know away and then if somebody is really struggling, you know, reading up about it themselves, um, having a chat with somebody, just getting some more information um, and speaking to, you know, a doctor or a nutrition professional, um, around what their other choices are, because there are other choices Um, and that, you know, there's food and supplements that you can take, but you need to really be aware of everyone's individuality, but there's definitely things that, that you can do. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't if you can't take it that's not the end you know there's definitely no absolutely um, solutions out there absolutely and rightly so what you
0: said at the beginning and just reiterated then those four things everybody can do everybody yeah and yeah um breathing techniques slowing down and just consciously breathing for a few moments sit down for literally close your eyes do a few rounds of slow conscious breath and it can change your mood within minutes. That's right. It's like magic. I mean, <laughs> I've said before, yoga's not a magic pill, but it feels like it is because yeah. it just has such amazing benefits to it. And um yeah. yeah, I I I just think that we can do that. And nature, you, yeah, you, you know, you agree. Going out yeah, in definitely. nature, it's just a beautiful you know way to calm it's really interesting what you just said about um having your like your bedroom in it being a calm peaceful place so i'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit
1: <laughs> have you got a television in your bedroom i do not have a television in my bedroom um yeah, i did used to neither. a few years ago and um, we did have like oh, probably about 8 8 years ago now we did have yeah. a tv in our room and i actually um got it removed Um, and, um, I don't even take my phone up to bed at night. I have a a wellness setting on my phone. Um, it goes, comes on at eight 30, it goes onto to grayscale. Um, so even if I want to look at it, it's quite boring, but I leave it downstairs. I put it on charge in my office and I go up to bed. Um, so yeah, it's about, it's called sleep hygiene, which is a weird kind of, um, saying for it, but you know, having that sleep routine um, and making sure that you do all those things, that is just one of probably one of the best things because sleep is when we heal and when when our bodies um do everything they need to do to you know not everything to make us healthy but you know yeah but that's when it happens when we're asleep and um, that's why when you're unwell you sleep sleep so yeah. you can imagine and I know that sleep is a sore subject for a lot of women in I know. <laughs> we don't Being always a symptom get symptom is insomnia <laughs> and it's like oh but I really need it yeah but- um but it's, it's one of those things that if you can get that right, or at least get it 80% right, then you're going to yeah. be um, on the way to improving a lot of your symptoms. You might not get rid of them, but you'll certainly make them less bothersome than they are.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and that's why I asked about the telly, because I know lots of uh, people go to bed and watch telly in bed. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. Your bedroom is, you know, you need sleep. And like you say... Um, I call it like your uh, nighttime ritual yeah so and you know ladies you can help by having a nice bath and just giving yourself that winding down time before you go to bed so yeah oh that was so the right answer Emma I'm glad you (laughs) haven't got a telly I knew you wouldn't of course you are not gonna have a telly (laughs) no
1: I won't either Uh, my husband's always saying, why can't we ever tell you the bed?" like most of the annoyance of mine
0: as well yeah he was devastated but I was like nope yeah no no mine was too and it's (laughs) like yeah but you know you don't suffer with the menopause so let's leave it there shall we (laughs) (laughs) so Emma moving on to well the myth and it's a biggie what you eat doesn't matter like (laughs) no
1: please don't believe that ladies it matters (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've kind of touched on it a little bit. We've been talking about food and stuff and, and lifestyle, but definitely what you eat. I mean that, you know, people will say that you you go to the doctors and they kind of never even mention nutrition to you. They nice. just say, Oh, there you go. You know, and they might kind of go, Oh, how's your diet? And you go, yeah, it's good. And they go, okay, great. And then, yeah. that's the end <laughs> of it. You know, so, but you know, our diet and lifestyle matters so much. It's so important. Um, and you know, what you eat really does matter. Um, Nourishing yourself with the right type of foods and at the right time as well is so important. Um, because we need nutrients that support our hormones um, that and that doesn't disrupt them. So, yeah. you know, that's the, the one of the most important things is the foods that support our hormones. Um, so the other thing as well is in perimenopause, you know, we don't want any more diets. Um, no more calorie counting no, no more low fat mm-hmm. um you know our body is already under stress because of the fact that we're going through this transition our hormones are all over the place um you know there's a lot going on so the last thing you need or want your body just doesn't want it is a diet mm-hmm. um so you know and that's not to say that you shouldn't be eating a healthy diet and the right kind of diet but i'm talking these kind of fad diets that we hear yeah. about um yeah like let's give up carbs no exactly (laughs) I mean we need our energy you know um fat we need our healthy fats because our brain needs healthy fat yeah so what we need to do in perimenopause is nourish our body and nourish our brain um because our brain is one of the things that is kind of recalibrating in perimenopause and um and so we need to support that um so the types of things that we need is like healthy fats, so um, our avocados, our nuts and our seeds, yeah. olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, um, omega three fatty acids from oily fish, um, so like our salmon, our mackerel, um, herring, anchovies. Um, not many people like herring, but it's kippers for anybody who's uh, yeah. Is wondering. <laughs> um, it's, it's one of those things you think herring. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, trying to just open a tin of sardines or something and to put that on a salad, that kind of thing is just really good. Um, but it does really nourish your brain. Um, and then we need things like eggs for choline because yeah. that's, again, for our brain. Um, but one of the most important things that a lot of women don't realise um, is that we need good quality protein and we need enough protein. Yes. Um, and so a lot of times, you know, somebody will have a couple of slices of toast for breakfast um and they might feel full after that but there's mm. no protein yeah and so they're going to be hungry um, pretty quickly um, so we definitely need our protein um and we need sort of like you know 60 to 65 grams of protein per day minimum really yeah. um so it's about 20 grams per uh, breakfast per uh, meal you know breakfast lunch yeah. and dinner. Um, but we also need things like antioxidants and fiber. And we get those from our fruit and our veg. Um, So when you hear people say eat a rainbow, that's Mm -hmm. why they're saying eat a rainbow because it's got all those, all the different colors have all the different antioxidants in and every single fruit and veg has a different antioxidant in that's for a different part of your body that helps you keep well, really. So um, another really good thing in perimenopause is magnesium um and you know that can be found in the lovely chocolate um dark chocolate so it's not all bad mm-hmm. um, you know, dark chocolate one of those things that you can eat and um you know antioxidants are also found in red wine and um I know some ladies you'll be very pleased to know <laughs> it's really good
0: to drink one glass of red wine a day <laughs> yeah I mean you know so that's the thing I like, don't like I, red wine it's uh, so oh, annoying
1: not? no oh, really no. I mean like I, yeah, I mean, I think it's an acquired taste for some, isn't it? But, um, yeah. you know, so, but it's just about balance as well. You know, you don't want to be eliminating every nice thing from your life. No, of um, course not. So that's why, you know, some nice chocolate and if you do drink red wine, a nice little bit of red wine um, is really kind of, it can save you. And coffee, you know, if you like coffee, that can save you as well sometimes. You just need that, sometimes you just need a little treat and that's why I think, 8020 20 rule and um, that yes. you hear people talk about yes. is something so i generally try to monday to friday i generally t- tend to eat really well i don't drink um i don't don't kind of overindulge in desserts or anything like that and then on the weekends i'm a little bit more relaxed um mm. i often will have um well I often have in the week a cheeky little pudding sometimes but what I'm saying is on the weekend I'm <laughs> like <too>. you know <laughs> I, I always make sure on the weekend I have a nice um you know something nice I treat myself it's not always um food sometimes I treat myself with like a massage or something like yeah. that but it's about life as lifestyle as well so of course it is um you know unlike we spoke about a little bit before but less stress and plenty of sleep mm-hmm. um so they're like the most important things. Um, really and your movement you know that's the the other thing that we always forget um the movement getting out and be and moving um and you know they that, say isn't... you know you stop and you lose it don't you you need to keep moving that's right it's so yeah.
0: important and yeah I mean obviously you know yoga for me is I genuinely believe, and I say it all the time, yoga saved my life. And I'm just I'm not talking about, oh, because I can hold my big toe in the air. I'm talking about the stress relief it gives me. Um, I feel it's a blessing of a job to be able to share this with women as well. And yeah. and I think you totally agree with me that. Yoga, I mean, I know I've been to the doctors before, and they've actually recommended yoga to me, and I'm like, that's okay then, because it's my job. <laughs> um, but and it doesn't have to be um, you know, the flows or whatever's done in your yoga practice doesn't have to be exceptionally difficult. Um, you can do it at any level, so anybody could do it. Yeah, uh, it could be the breathing techniques like we uh, touched on, um and just, yeah, ways of. I mean, stress is such a major. I mean, it causes so many illnesses. This isn't just about midlife and perimenopause and menopause. Stress yeah. in general, wouldn't you
1: agree? Is yeah. I mean, it's the just, it can be the root cause of so many. Um, yeah. Of so many sort of like diseases or or, or illnesses um, and imbalances in our body. Um. So you know, it, it really is important to to get that. Under control, um, and some people don't actually realise they're stressed. Mm. Um, so even if you don't feel stressed, there's other sim- there's other sort of signs that you could be under stress. Um, like you could have high blood pressure, um, you could get headaches. Um, You could be getting sort of like excess weight around the middle, things like that. That's an indication that your body is under stress. Um, Mm -hmm. So you might not, not everyone has that feeling of being stressed, but your body is telling you it's stressed Yeah, because the way that it behaves, you know, you might have sleep problems and that kind of thing. So, yeah, definitely, um, you know, the lowering of the stress of your stress or um, eliminating it completely um, is, is the best thing that you can do, really. Yeah, and I think
0: um, I I just think it's so important for every single day, every day, to take like ten minutes out for yourself. You Definitely. know, you, do, I find that people say, "Oh, yeah, but I'm too busy." It's like, seriously, if you're too busy, you, it's funny, isn't it? How people always find time to do the things that they really want to do, exactly. But then they don't find the time to just take a take some time for themselves or you know yeah. choose 10 things in a week that, and write them down things that you'd love to do and it could literally be meeting a friend for a coffee couldn't it yeah that is a great stress release
1: it is and I think that's the thing people say oh, I haven't got time and it's like well I haven't got time not to have time um, no. as far as I'm concerned um, and, and we all have the same the same amount of hours in the day um mm. you know so how you work that time is 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 you know is up to you but it is really essential and like you said you can literally sit down and just make a small list every morning I have um I do like a sort of a short meditation yes, and perfect. I do like a um a little bit of journaling. Mm-hmm, it's all and you too. know yeah. this is a good uh, you know five four or five years ago I would have just said oh, are you kidding me I'm not doing yes. that that's for <laughs> like uh, tree huggers, or whatever. Yeah, I I'm a tree hugger. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I would have said that four or five years ago. I would have said, I, I want meditation. Are you kidding yeah. me? You know, journaling. Um, yeah, exactly. And, but I do, I write down two or three things I'm grateful for every morning. Yeah. I also just write down like a couple of things about what I'm thinking or whatever. And, and I often will say, I am going to do this today. You know, I'll write two or three things yes. I'm going to do. Um, because that's a, of almost like a confirmation that I'm gonna yeah. do it I don't say yes it. I'll try to do this I actually write I will do I this. will do this um and and that's really helpful and, and that really does help you know obviously all the time do I manage to do all those things but generally it sets me up yeah uh, I do my short meditation um every single morning now yeah. and I've been doing that probably three years but I've been doing it consistently for 18 months no problem.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful, And I think
1: it took me, oh, a good year and a half to get into it, you know, to, mm-hmm. and every day I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I like this. I don't think this meditation thing's for me, uh-huh. you know, and it'd be like that, but you get there in the end. You do. Um, you do. I try and teach
0: people that because I obviously teach meditation in my yoga, but I also say to people, and I obviously do it myself, to meditate and journal. One, the journal can also be to just put down all of your thoughts. So that yeah. it it could be your stresses as well. You could just be yeah. releasing. And once it's on paper, it's out there. Yeah. And um, but then yeah, your affirmations or your intentions. Yeah. And it just it just has the most magnificent um effect on you. And I would just as you've just said, meditation can really make people go, oh my God, why oh I know, I can't I can't meditate. It's just sitting in stillness with your eyes yeah. closed or yeah. or not, you know, but yeah. just sitting somewhere on your own and just clear like, you know, I'd like to say clearing the mind, but that it makes it sound so difficult because. Yeah. You know, maybe it is quite difficult, but you do get there in the end. Yeah, and that you know, that second that you may have a clear mind, that time grows over time. That's and right. And then all of all of a sudden, you think, "Oh my God, I'm actually met. I really yeah. am." Sometimes you catch. I
1: do catch myself and think, "Oh, I've actually. Oh, that was quite a good one today." But I mean, some days, you know, I'll, it it won't be working, and I'll be thinking, "No, oh, I have this days isn't that it doesn't for work." Me. And you know, but but I just do it, and and I think that's the thing when you know that's why i said at the beginning about consistent change and just doing it it doesn't always feel comfortable and it doesn't always feel like it's working yes but if you just continue to do it continue doing it then that is just that is your practice it doesn't matter that is what it is and it's just it accumulates doesn't it oh yeah and that's just of course it does um yeah so i think that's the thing it's about just making those small changes making that effort to do it and you do see the benefits um and not immediately, but you definitely do see the benefits. Um, I can't stress that enough about just, you know, continue along the path and make small changes. Yeah, small changes. And and again, you know, you said earlier, because
0: I know that some people would be like, I can't give up my glass of wine. And I, I have a drink, but not every day, um, you know, and not on binges or anything like <laughs> that. I think I'm past that. Um, and... I enjoy it because I enjoy that glass of wine. I don't like red wine. I know that a lot of white wine is awful for my joints. <laughs> it It's awful. It it doesn't agree with me. And isn't it funny because some people say, oh, I know it doesn't agree with me. It really hurts my joints. But you'll still do it. Like <laughs> my joints <laughs> hurt too much. So I've had to cut back.
1: yeah. I mean I don't know about you as well but I get too fuzzy headed if I have if I you know have too much to drink now I just get a bit fuzzy headed I just can't yeah. cope with it anymore no, no. and I think I hear a lot of women um in perimenopause and menopause say that they just can't cope with it anymore mm-hmm. like they used to and yeah. I think that is because um you know alcohol is not our friend in perimenopause and no menopause. it isn't I'm afraid it can just be an ugly sister every now and again and just kind of <laughs> I love that. And, and visit you know because I think that's the thing it's you know everyone let, let's the let's you know you just got to have a treat sometimes haven't you so um, of course you do but you know it isn't our friend and if we can eliminate it and reduce our our the amount that we do drink then that's yeah. always going to be beneficial but a lot of people don't like to hear that um, I know but and most people know deep down they do they do and I
0: I will um, I know I just said wine and you've <sighs> rightly said it's alcohol it's not just wine That's but right. what, what was funny Emma I will tell you that I said to some friends of mine uh, a little while ago like because I drink wine I just happen to say God, the wine it just doesn't agree with me anymore like my joints hurt and I don't sleep well and obviously we know we need sleep And instead of them saying, oh, like, yeah, like, you know, it's good to cut down, their response was, can't you drink something else? Why don't you try gin or vodka? It's like, no, 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 you're not getting the point. (laughs) No, alcohol is not good (laughs) in perimenopause. I'm sorry, ladies, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it really isn't. It isn't. (laughs) And it's your choice, isn't it, Emma? It's their choice whether they drink it or not. But if you want to have an easier less stressful paramor- perimenopause I think less alcohol is the one and can I ask you about the chocolate so dark chocolate yeah so um some have got lots of sugar in as well so can you just yeah clear so that we're wanting to
1: get something I mean ideally we're wanting to get 85 percent um cocoa solids yeah um but it, that is still quite bitter so a yeah, lot of people is. can't can't manage that um so if you only only eat milk chocolate it's best to sort of move up to like say a 60 percent and mm-hmm. just have a couple of squares and then move up um and up to like a 70 percent um and then work your way up to an 85 percent because what happens is your taste does adjust and you do yeah. get used to it yes um so i kind of i i teeter between 70 and 85 i don't the 85, i not, I don't love it, but I can, I <laughs> um, you know, but, um, I, I can't have milk chocolate anymore. It just tastes so sweet to me now. I think but, so too.
0: I only ever, ate, um, I'm not going to say, cause there's loads of different chocolates out there, but I liked one in particular Yeah. and, um, Oh, if I have it now, it's like oh no, this is not. It's not even nice.
1: Yeah, that's it. So you don't like it at all. You to adjust. Um, Yeah, really do. Um, So I'd say definitely stick with it. Um, And another thing that I've discovered—well, I haven't discovered it recently, but I've rediscovered it, should I say—is cocoa nibs, which you can get to sprinkle on your breakfast um, in the morning. So they're just kind of like the outer core of um, cocoa beans, I think. Of like, so they've got a chocolatey taste but they're really full of antioxidants so they give you that little hit of chocolate without the um of without any sugars they've got no sugar in Um, oh my god I'm really excited about those yeah yeah so just have a look out for them yeah they're sort of um little nibs they look like little tiny chocolate chips but they're not chocolate chips they're just kind of um, cocoa nibs they're called so oh. yeah, they're quite nice to to sprinkle on your breakfast uh,
0: yeah um, I I make um little uh energy balls which are with dates yeah. oats and um cacao powder yeah. so it's That's just like Raw, cocoa powder, raw yeah. cocoa powder but that gives it that rich chocolatey taste yeah. and I put peanut butter in it make mm. these little balls up put them in my fridge and then I freeze them and it's like eating a rich chocolate Snickers. like it's just lovely oops there yeah. are other chocolates available but <laughs> hey i i slip up on that all the time i i probably am allowed to say it i just want <laughs> to be fair to everybody um but yeah so i make those so would you say that's a good idea for people yeah i mean they're, good, there they're anything bad in that? Balls,
1: things like that yeah. um, i mean when we say that i don't really believe there's any kind of bad foods really no. um i think you know you need to be careful with this, the dates of um, kind of a lot, quite sweet um mm-hmm. but generally you know that's a really good way to balance um a really good balance in there because you've got some nice protein from the nuts yeah um you know you've normally got some healthy fats from your se- nut butter or something um, and then you've got i often stick like apricots or um yeah like dates like you just said in there as well so you've got some fruit but yeah they're just lovely little sweet fix yeah that it is, make, yeah just nice and tasty yeah yeah loads of uh, there's loads, loads of recipes for those Like anything you make any home baking that you do you can always cut the sugar down by like at least a third minimum um and it might taste a bit not as sweet as usual when you first do it but once yes. you get into the habit of doing it it really is um quite good and I often use um like a little bit of maple syrup or raw honey instead of sugar um or I use coconut sugar um instead of um sort of normal refined sugars yes um they're they're a really great addition but and also um i often use sweet potatoes when i'm baking for sweetness oh, um yeah nice. so that's a really good way to sort of add sweetness into things um, and like you just mentioned about your dates in the date not yeah the, yeah you know the energy balls you can use dates like a date syrup you can make a date um paste not a syrup um by just sort of soaking dates in water and then just blending it so it's like a sort of a Thick syrupy paste type thing um, and then you can use that to sweeten um, sweeten things so you know it's about being smart with the food that you've got as well mm-hmm. um, and adding in using dates and sweet potatoes and things like that to sweeten not only do they add sweetness but they also have antioxidants vitamins yeah. minerals and all those things and plant the plant foods that we want that help our body um, yeah. so you know it's not just about the sweetness we're getting other benefits as well
0: oh it's great actually that I I have I've made um chocolate brownies with um coconut milk and oat flour yeah which I literally made the oat flour from the oats I had in the kitchen just by grinding them up and yeah I use sweet potato and the cacao powder again yeah um other ingredients but no sugar no sugar at all and they were delicious yeah apart from the pat I did overcook them so it meant where they (laughs) were meant to be gooey in the middle when you cook I I don't know if you make them but when you cook them you know how they're meant to have that gooeyness in the middle when you make like a yeah um they they were gooey as I was cooking them and so I just kept cooking them and cooking them and cooking them until I kind of dried them out. My first batch were not good, but I'm learning. Um, but, yeah, you can use it. It's so clever, isn't it? Just, there is Just so many alternatives. Yeah, Do I not have to eat sugar right. to that's get right. sweetness in our diet.
1: I think you just need to be aware that when you're using other things for sugar and other things for butter, um, then the, the texture that you're used to, is just slightly different so the appearance and the texture is just different um so like you spoke about that fudginess then you often get you might lose that fudginess but you get more of like a denseness so it's Mm. kind of just a bit different or you know you just need to be aware and once you know that it's not gonna don't go into something expecting it to taste exactly like yes the, the version that's full fat and full yeah. sugar yeah. or you know you, it's a different it's a completely different thing and so if you're aware of that and you're open to that experience and that's how um you learn to enjoy it mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah I just called them chocolate biscuits instead and it was perfect <laughs> <laughs> like you know so it was fine oh Emma you're so full of information and it's so helpful for everybody um And I do want my listeners to know that Emma will be coming back on because she is just full of insightful um, information that is just wonderful. But I can't let Emma go without asking her the question of the theme of my podcast, which is, I don't know how it happened, but. So Emma, can I ask you, have you got I don't know how it happened moment in your life that you can recall and share with my listeners? (laughs)
1: Um, Well, I say I I certainly have. It's taken me ages. I've wrapped my brains. And I think I've got loads of little ones. Yeah, Um, yeah. But my biggest one is... Um, I don't know how it happened, but I've got a dog and um, (laughs) my kids have literally begged. I mean, I've got an 18 and a 16 year old and they have begged me for years and years and years to get a dog. And I was just so adamant we were not getting a dog. Um, And my husband was the same. There's no way we were getting a dog. And then literally overnight, um, I think my daughter said, can we get a dog? And I was just like, "Okay, fine. And we got a dog the next week and that was the end of it. And so we've had our dog for two years now. And he is just amazing. So, yeah, that's the only thing I could think of that I was so adamant. And then we just suddenly got one. Um, yeah. And, you know, having a dog is just great because it gets you out in nature. Yeah. And, you know, they're just, they are just amazing. They'd lower your stress. Um, so, yeah, that was my only, don't know how it happened, but moment. Um, Emma, I've got to say... <laughs>
0: Emma's now got me into trouble right because (laughs) my husband is has been begging me to get a dog I can't believe that's sure I don't know how and you <laughs> it ended up takes. getting one no because I still keep saying no we're not having one I've just uh-huh. bought a brand new bright yellow chair and I've got <laughs> pink tables ta- uh, chairs around my table I don't want a dog Um I said if we move to the country we will but yeah. isn't it funny how uh life changes and you just you, you do don't you? you just drop into these situations but yeah the outcome exactly. is great you know, yeah. you you love your dog and it's lovely. I love, yeah. that. It's
1: I love that. I love that. Even think... though
0: you've got me into trouble. I love yeah.
1: that. We're not having funny. one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually said, we'll only get one, but only if it's a Pomeranian. And I just randomly pulled this Pomeranian out of my, you know, house. <laughs> I did have a Pomeranian when I was a child, to be honest, but, and so we have a Pomeranian. So I have to,
0: I have to be honest. I have no idea what they look like. Oh. What are they like? Are they well?
1: Um have you seen those little handbag dogs that people have? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But ours isn't one of those, it's massive. Um, so oh. it's supposed to be one of these little handbag style dogs, and he's actually kind of uh well, he looks about half he's he's almost well, he's half the size of a German shepherd, so he's like he's not a little tiny dog Oh, my dog God, anymore. You can't he's get an, him in your bag. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no way you can get him in your bag, not even a sports hold all, I don't think. So yeah. Um yeah so it's bigger than a normal pomeranian but um yeah he's very, he's how very funny lovely. your dog itself has got i don't know how it happened moment because exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> he has, yeah he has. that's brilliant oh emma like i'm not kidding we could just carry on and on and on and on we could <laughs> so um you're going to have to come on again without that yep, yeah no definitely For i'd look sure. forward to it um, but I really do thank you so much for spending your time with me today. And um, ladies out there, I just want to let you know that when I write the notes up for this podcast, there will be all of the information of how you can get in touch with Emma, and all of the wonderful like the wonderful work she does and what she offers. Um, to to you there's even freebies in there I've just heard uh, so yeah <laughs> uh, so that will be um the way you can get her I would definitely put them in the notes of this podcast so I really hate to say it but um yeah it's it's gone so quickly and Emma thank you thank you so much
1: no thank you it was a pleasure to um chat with you and like you said we'll definitely be doing it again
0: Definitely. And Emma's definitely going to come to my yoga,
1: too. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, Ready for that hard, hard yoga again. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, take care, Emma. Take care. See you soon. Bye. 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 Oh, that was so lovely speaking to Emma. I really hope you enjoyed that and I hope you learned lots. Emma will be coming back. She will be coming back and that will be great. I want to just reiterate the title knowledge is power so ladies do a little bit more research you know I'll I'll try and tell you as much as I can on here but if you're unsure of any symptoms or you think you might be there write to me on Instagram let life be yoga honestly I want to help you I'm through the perimenopause and I know what how stressful it is so please write to me also if you could make Sunday as I said earlier I'd love you to come to the mini virtual retreat um if not I'll be on here next Friday. I'm going to be flying solo next Friday, so it would be a little bit shorter, but I'm going to be covering the subject of, well, let's put it this way, whether you get help or um, understanding from possibly partners or people close to you. Do they understand? Do you tell them? So that's what I'm going to be talking about next week and my little stories on the subject. Please write to me in the week and I will give you a little shout out. Um, Have a wonderful one. Look after yourself. Love yourself. You're amazing. You're amazing. And we're on this journey together. Take care. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please do subscribe and leave a review and rating. Well, if it's good. Or better still... Let me know if you've got any. I don't know how it happened. Moments, or maybe a question on the menopause. You can message me on Instagram at Let Life Be Yoga, Facebook at Let Life Be Yoga, or why don't you Let Life Be Yoga? You could come and do a class with me. Why not? I've been your host, Annie Hayes Pantone, and I really hope you join me again soon. Take care.